0: Oh, oh, shit. What time is it? Oh, fuck. I'm I'm late. I'm late to record the podcast. Oh, fuck. We're doing doing it now. We'll just do it live. We'll do it live. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Man Child Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. As you can see, I haven't given up on the stupid intros yet. We're doubling down because I don't know what to do. I just really don't, so this is what we get, I think it's working so far, so fuck it, right, who cares, who cares, nothing's real anyways, right, everything's just so crazy, everything's so out there, Eh, whatever, (laughs) oh, and before we get into the episode, as always, follow me on Instagram at MilesKC06, follow me on Twitter, MilesKC, or MKC06, uh, for more Millennial Man Child shenanigans, thanks for sharing, rating, liking, subscribing, all of that fun stuff, That keeps making this podcast spread and grow, and I do appreciate it. You guys are the best. Much love, much love. Uh, But yeah, we'll just get into it today. I have a few things I want to talk about before uh, getting into the meat of it, the meat and potatoes, right? Talking sleep, talking about some goals that I set, kind of refocusing, revamping, and uh, tracking some progress, just seeing what it looks like. Because it's easy to kind of forget about the goals and let them slide, so i'm getting back on top and refocusing on those yeah but before we get into that talking trump again of course right i can't escape it i'm sure a lot of you can't it's it's one week i'm kind of praising him, right i'm like oh north korea south korea talks are going well the peace talks are in motion that's exciting that's as somebody who lives on the west coast again i'm yes get rid of the nukes i do not want to be anywhere near that that sounds horrific so anytime he's doing something that does that, I'm like, yeah, my man, go Trump, right? Uh, but now he's going the other way. He's gone crazy again. He's like a bipolar maniac, uh, hot and cold. North, you just can't keep up because now he's pulled out of the Iran deal against pretty much everyone's best wishes. Like his generals, people that are close to him, and you know anybody that knows anything, it seems they're like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe don't pull out of the deal that we made with them. And we're supposed to honor about not having nukes, right? I don't know. It seems reasonable. We put some pretty strict uh, regulations on them, and they were supposed to da-da-da-da-da. Trump said, fuck it, not good enough. I mean, I guess nobody knows deals better than Trump, so <sighs> maybe he'll just bully his way into peace talks with them too sometimes, somehow. I don't know, but it doesn't look good. I don't know if you 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 saw this, but uh, their parliament, congress, whatever the hell they're called over there, was... There's a video of them chanting death to America. It's obviously right. Iran, not a big fan of us. I get it. I get it. Uh, we don't have the best relationship with them, but now it seems to be even worse. So that's, that's probably not good. I, I just don't see why you pull out of the deal that's preventing them from having nukes for at least 10 years and then just say, eh, fuck it. We'll, we'll pull out of that, piss them off, and I'm sure they probably won't go crazy and make nukes now, right? No, no, There's probably just be chill. Yeah, they're just gonna take it easy, maybe smoke a little hashish over there, I think that's what they call it. I don't know, it's crazy. But also, in the flip side of that, could you imagine seeing Congress here in the U.S. chanting, death to Iraq, or death to Iran, or death death to anybody? How insane would that be, to have your leaders just literally chanting these death chants? Uh, that is wild to me we live in a fucking crazy world nothing seems real it just it has to be a simulation right people i don't know that's what stephen hawking says r.i.p stephen hawking he was looking into that and researching for aliens before he died which is way cooler than anything most normal people are doing so yeah gonna wish we had more people like that you know elon Musk says it's a simulation Eh, these guys are smart they they probably know what they're talking about I hope not. If it's a simulation, like, ugh, fucking pull the plug, I'm tired. Your boy needs a break. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Crazy times, crazy times for sure. Another interesting thing that I saw in the news, the Supreme Court decided to legalize gambling, uh, sports betting across all of the U.S., which I don't really care one way or the other, you know. Sure, bet on your sports, have fun. It kind of raises the stakes, makes watching sports more exciting. I get it, I get it. But uh, it's not really for me. Plus, you know, you got to have a lot of that extra green stuff that uh, I am so desperately trying to get on, like, get my hands on, you know, so I don't, I wouldn't just spend it on gambling. I don't have any discretionary money for that. No, 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 no. Uh, all my discretionary money goes to, you know, smoking a little reefer. <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my vice, right? Yeah. You all know that, though. You know, I'm a degenerate. No big deal. Uh, but yeah, it's just crazy, cause gambling is definitely a moral issue, and it's very interesting that it was like seven to three in the Supreme Court it was heavily favored to legalize it. And uh yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what kind of consequences it has. You know, we're gonna Americanize the shit out of it, turn it into an app, make it way too easy to access, make it way too easy to get on there, and just start fucking funneling money to those companies. So I don't. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting for sure. And I only talk about this a little bit because I have had family members who have had problems with gambling addiction in the past. You know, one in particular comes to mind, still struggling, actually lives in a garage now since uh, he has been struggling with that gambling addiction for so long. Yeah, you know, it's just moderation, folks. Don't get crazy. Don't spend that money that you don't have on it. Right. If you can't afford to lose it, don't do it. Plain and simple. Right. Yeah. But slight bonus points to my relative that's struggling and living in a garage cheering for him hope he you know figures it out but he does call the garage he lives in the garage mahal which is pretty fucking funny you know it's equal parts sad and depressing but also funny and uh yeah that's when he had some good comedy i think (laughs) i don't know yeah but we'll just get into it today folks uh we're talking goals we're talking sleep and as always thank you for listening uh much love enjoy so, as promised, today I'll be talking about sleep and revamping my goals, getting back into that flow. Because as you all know, um, I think it was at the beginning of the year, obviously, uh, I set up some goals, some New Year's resolutions for what I had in mind of how to set up a successful 2018 for me. And a few weeks ago, I was going over those goals again, and I had already noticed that if I wasn't on track to, you know maybe do better than those goals. I had already accomplished some of them. And that got me to think, I was like, well, maybe I undershot a little bit. You know, I, I made those goals a little too easy. So I guess it's time to ante up, right? You know, speaking of gambling, it's time to ante up and go all in. No, but it's, yeah, it's time to revamp them. Maybe make them a little more difficult to make sure I'm challenging myself to my full ability, to make sure that I'm not too content. You know, one of the common themes of the podcast has always been getting out of the comfort zone, trying to push through it, trying to find ways that allow me to grow quicker, faster, and just become a better me, right? And I guess before I get too much into what the actual goals are, a few things I wanted to talk about. One of the ones is how I stay focused on these goals it's a little simple thing that I like to do it's really easy for everyone else to do and I'm just sharing it with you but I have my five main goals no matter what they are because they're going to be changing now so I'm going to have to remake these little sticky pads but I have my five main main goals in a few different places around the house I have them like right in front of my face when I'm sitting at my desk so I can't not see them if I'm sitting at my desk doing some writing and all that stuff I have them on the mirror in my bathroom. So when I go to the bathroom, I can see it again too. And and just another one right on my uh, nightstand by my bed. So if I'm, you know, getting ready to go to sleep or pull on the little lamp over there, I'll see the note again. It's just a good way to stay focused and remind yourself what your goals are. Because I think one of the problems with goals is, you know, people make jokes about the New Year's resolutions falling through really quick, right? Whether it's the working out or whatever. And a lot of that is, is because we get caught back up in our day-to-day bullshit. We get distracted and we forget what the goals are. It's not that we don't want the best things for ourselves. It's just that we get busy and we, we lose focus and we forget that these are the things that are important to me. And these are the things that I want to accomplish. So for me, that's what, that's one way to just, oh yeah, those are what I should be aiming for. That's what I should try and do. And I probably should put up a few more sticky notes. I've been thinking about this lately. I should maybe put one on the big TV out in the living room. It doesn't even have to have anything on it because it can be, you know, private. It'll just be like a little reminder that, oh, I should, am I doing the best thing I could for me right now? Like, should I be watching Netflix? Should I be wasting my time on YouTube? Maybe I should go do some writing. Maybe I should go practice my next stand up bit. Maybe I should do something for the podcast, right? These are the type of things that help. Kind of snap me out of my day to day reality and bring me back into the bigger picture. Because it's easy to get caught up in the day to day, like I said. And the reason why I'm talking about these goals and revamping them is because I'm kind of taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture, getting out of the day to day monotony of work and this routine and that routine and trying to make sure I'm looking at the bigger picture. Because it's easy to forget about the bigger picture sometimes, I feel like. Because we have so much craziness going on in our lives and all of that stuff. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Also, another reason why I want one thing I'm talking about before I get to the goals. One reason why I like to only have five goals, because obviously I have more than five things I want to accomplish. I have more than five goals that I would really like to, you know, achieve. But I like to make it a number, a nice number like five, because it's, to me, it doesn't feel overwhelming if I look at a list and I see like 20 things on there, I'm just like, I don't even know where to start, right? It's too much. It just becomes like, oh, I'm never gonna be able to do all of that, right? You have to chunk it out into small, little, manageable things, and that's, and that's what I'm doing here with the, you know, just putting five things, five main goals on this, uh, this list. And um, <clears throat> one of them, I guess we'll just get into it now that I've kind of laid out all that one of them is uh, exercise that was a, a goal that I had put on the original list too you know the first New year's resolution list and unfortunately you know I've been slacking a little bit it's partly because of schedule trying to get used to working and all that adjusting and partly because of laziness I must admit within the past two months maybe two and a half months I think I've only went on like one or two runs sure I've been doing the kettlebell sure I've been doing the push-ups and the sit-ups but I haven't been pushing myself to do the run because I hate that the most. That's my, my least favorite thing to do. And I've been letting it slide because of that. I've been allowing myself to have that leeway of like, eh, you know, it's, it's the little lies that we tell ourselves that hurt us the most. I feel like, and that's, that was one example where, you know, I'm, I'm back at the, my same weight that I was at the beginning of the year. I haven't lost any apparently now that I've been out of this for a while. And it's just like, ugh. I got to refocus on that goal. So I'm I'm talking about it first. I'm making it priority number 1 because it, I really just it was number it was pretty much the last priority on the list before. And it should be before that because if I'm feeling good, I'm running, I'm taking care of my body, I'm going to have more energy, I'm going to be a better me. All of that stuff plays into faster growth and better cognitive function and you know, it really plays into the whole sleep thing that I'll be talking about later too. So it's just like It just needs to be a bigger focus and it should be more important because I want to live a, you know, a fairly long and healthy life, ideally. I think that's a a, a goal of all of ours, probably. Yeah, like, so I just got to refocus on that again. Just staying disciplined, making sure I set aside time for workouts and just making the hard choice. Because a lot of times it's it's the hard choice that I, I just say no to. And as the saying goes, I've said it on here before hard choice easy life easy choice hard life you know you choose the pizza over the broccoli yeah you're gonna get fat and you're gonna hate yourself or whatever maybe if you don't go for the run and you just sit on your couch watching netflix yeah you're gonna be feeling less you're not gonna feel as good about yourself exactly that's how this life works you have to do the work to make yourself happy and i talk about that a lot too but it is very true so that's gonna be a big one for me The next one is uh, to to do an actual so the next one's gonna be stand-up comedy related. It's going to be doing an actual ten to fifteen minute set. Because for now I've only been on stage you know, anywhere from three to maybe six minutes usually. At the most. With just me doing my material probably like five minutes usually is the the average. And I just want to see if I can actually do more. If I am on stage for 10 to 15 minutes, can I put together pieces of material that I haven't put together? Can I make it, can I draw it out for 15 minutes? Can I make people laugh and entertain them for that long of a time? You know, that's my next goal by the end of the year to have done one, two, three, you know, multiple would be ideal, but just at least one, at least one 15 minute spot on some show or something, some, some, some place, because, you know, that's the next challenge. I, I, I've been able to do it five minutes a time, sometimes here and there, blah, 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 but that's the next big challenge for me, and I think the way that'll happen is, uh, one, it, it's just getting out to more mics, showing people that I'm doing the work, showing people that I, I want it, all of that stuff, because I've kind of made some friends, and that's going to be helpful, but it's like, for example, this Wednesday I'm finally getting out of the comfort zone again. I'm going to a new comedy club, going to the Madhouse downtown, and I got on the open mic list finally. I've sent in a few times. No luck, no luck. Finally. Luck luck would have it. I'm gonna be there Wednesday. I'm very looking forward to that. Trying out the new place. I've never been there before. Never even watched a comedy show there before. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. And that's the type of thing that's gonna help me you know, continue to get out of the comfort zone, continue to meet new people. And then maybe one of those people will eventually decide to, Hey, maybe this guy could do a show or, Oh shit. I need some, somebody to cover this spot. Oh, maybe they'll think of me. So yeah, that, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to and trying to, uh, focus on going forward. Um, I want the, now the goal for the podcast before was one a week, which, you know, I don't see that slowing down. I've been on pace for that and I'm going to keep doing that. But my next goal for the podcast, really, since I've already kind of been on pace for that, is to increase viewership. I want to double it, at least, or, you know, continue to see a nice trend upwards. Because, you know, it's like, say I have 100 viewers now, I want to have 200 by the end of the year, per episode, or something like that, right? And I think that's doable. And thank you to you all, again, because you guys have shared this and told people through word of mouth, and I I really don't know exactly how some of these people find it but there's definitely people who have no idea who they are or they're listening to it so that's really cool and you know thank you all for helping me make that goal happen I, it is much appreciated but that's a big one for me it's just continuing to grow the podcast finding ways to keep expanding it and and turning it into something you know fun and keeping you guys interested so that that'll be a big one for the podcast uh, what else the the last one, is uh it's one that's probably been neglected even more than exercise to be to be honest now that i think about it uh and this is probably going to be the most challenging one for me too in many ways because um it's going to be trying to go on more dates it's one of the things it's one of the areas of my life where i'm very often i'm very content or not seeking that always or afraid to seek that even sometimes right like, I don't want to maybe go talk to the cute girl across the bar because I'm like, oh, she won't be interested in me, blah, blah, blah. And if I don't put myself out there and if I don't do it, it's the same thing with stand-up. Of course, nothing's going to change. It's not, not, nothing's going to magically fall into my lap. Nothing's going to, you know, I, I have to work on that aspect of my life too. If, I, if it is important to me to, you know, cultivate some relationships like that, I need to make it a bigger part of my, you know, of my life. Because I don't take a lot of risks in that area, and I don't push myself. Like, yeah, sure, I can maybe be ballsy and go get up on stage in front of a bunch of people and tell jokes, but that doesn't mean I don't have some of those insecurities elsewhere in my life, and I don't bring them with me, for example, when I'm trying to talk to a a girl and be like, hey, would you like to go on a date, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And, yeah, so that'll be another one. Those are going to be the focuses kind of going forward. Those will be the big ones because I've already, like, you know, I doubled the stage time and I plan on trying to do three to five mics a week. That's going to be the new adjustment there. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be interesting. I, I think it'll, it'll be good for me to <clears throat> keep pushing those goals and reevaluating. And maybe, you know, in another couple months, I'll check in again and we'll reevaluate or we'll, we'll revamp them. So that should be fun. Uh, but yeah, besides that, I guess we'll talk about sleep a little bit here at the end. Um, sleep is uh, an interesting thing because in high school and in college I didn't really care about sleep it wasn't a priority for me I always liked sleep I always enjoyed getting more sleep but it was something that I was always willing to sacrifice for sure like whether it was a late night partying and having to get up to go to class the next day or you know talking to myself like oh one more one more round of this video game or one more episode of this Netflix show then I'll go to bed you know sacrificing that sleep for a pointless show that's going to be there tomorrow there's no reason to you know torture myself and put myself in this terrible mood about getting less sleep and I guess a few years ago when I was working at LPL getting up at five in the morning to go to work and be there by 6 30 yeah this is where I kind of learned um that I could be a morning person because I'd always been kind of a night person and how important it was to prioritize sleep and how prioritizing sleep made me a happier, healthier, and just general, generally better person to deal with, you know, because when I'm not getting a lot of sleep, I am grumpy. I am, uh, less likely, more reactive, more emotional. Um, all of those things. And it's funny because I, like I said, I listened to that, uh, Joe Rogan podcast a few weeks ago. I mentioned it, uh, to check it out at the end of, you know, two podcasts ago or so and uh basically he was talking about how people who get less sleep and it's very american to not get sleep you know the recommended is seven to nine uh eight's ideal and um americans are like oh i get five hours of sleep i'm a badass i can focus and do everything i need with only five hours it's like well yeah you probably can but you don't even realize what you're doing to yourself, you know. A lot of these, the sleep doctors talking about how people don't realize that they're operating at twenty to thirty percent less because of not getting enough sleep. Like how how big of a factor, just from an evolutionary standpoint, sleep has when it comes to repairing the body, repairing the mind, making you feel rested and being able to function at a maximum capacity. Sleep is crucial. It's just like good diet and exercise. And for me, when I read, when I finally pri- prioritize sleep, you know, I'd get made fun of, like, "Oh, Grandpa Miles is going to bed at 9.30. Like, yeah, I am because I have to get up early, and I know that I want to be in bed by ten o'clock, not or asleep by ten o'clock, not in bed at ten o'clock, falling asleep at eleven. Like, yeah, so so who cares if I'm Grandpa Miles or whatever, right? But like, it's just it has so many negative effects on the brain because what people don't even realize is when you're awake for, you know, even when you're just awake normally but if you're awake for a long level long time your brain actually releases like these neurotoxins and the only way to combat those is to get sleep so you're literally giving yourself like a low level amount of brain damage just by being awake which is crazy to think of but it is actually very true and that's why sleep's so important you you have to make sure you're making time for it you're prioritizing it just if you can go to bed a little bit earlier 30 minutes an hour it is going to make a difference it did for me anyways just just setting yourself up to make sure you fall asleep too because one thing I like to do is I like to turn my phone off for the last hour of the night I don't I don't look at social media I try not to stare at screens I try to wind down and that's the type of stuff that helps me go to sleep and I'm just a better person and a better me when I'm rested so uh, I wanted to get into that a little bit more but I kind of got a little long and long-winded on the goals But, you know, basically get some sleep. It's not getting sleep leads to more cancer, leads to uh, a better, a a higher risk of getting Parkinson's, a higher risk of heart disease, a higher risk of Alzheimer's. It's important, basically, is what I'm saying. You don't have to believe me. You can go listen to that Joe Rogan podcast with uh, that that sleep scientist. I believe his name was Matthew Walker. It's episode, oh, 1,109. Holy shit, that's a lot of podcasts and yeah it's just really good. So if you want more information on why sleep's important, you want to know uh it, some real science behind it and an actual in-depth conversation, go check that out. I really recommend it. It was uh, very eye-opening for me and it felt good to have some of my uh what how I thought about sleep and how I viewed sleep kind of proven right too, which was which was uh nice. But anyways, you guys don't care about that too much about how I feel about my my views of sleep and how they were being reaffirmed, but uh, yeah anyways that's all I got for you all today thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a fantastic week everybody funny of The Millennial Man-Child Podcast is in the books. Gang, gang. That's what's up. We out here, boy. (laughs) But yeah, um, love it. 28 deep. It's kind of crazy. That's a lot of episodes, I feel like. Not anywhere close to the one million that Joe Rogan has done, but, you know, we getting there. We out here. (laughs) Uh, But a few things I wanted to talk to you all about in the back the outro here the back what am i am i an idiot yes the answer is yes uh but the big one being a few weeks ago i really got into you know i I mentioned the journaling not being as into the journaling and being okay right and i kind of found out the area that not journaling where where i took a hit right i was like oh my mind feels good i'm feeling all right Cause I'm not sitting around all day. I'm not festering in my own thoughts. You know, I've been working and doing this and that and the other. So I finally figured out where the journaling was kind of, you know, helping me take a dive. And it was in my creativity. It's very interesting. Uh, you know, over the past few weeks when I wasn't journaling, I've, I've been getting back into it recently better. Just staying more disciplined on it. But I didn't realize it. But when I wasn't journaling, I was less creative. I wasn't writing every day. And if I'm not writing every day, I'm really kind of, you know, I'm dulling the tool. The, the sword is not as sharp if I'm not using it every day. So it was really interesting to finally fi- figure out where that was to, I was taking a hit from that, you know. And so I'm, I've gotten back into it, and it's been good for me. I've also gotten back into the meditation. You know, it, it just took me a little while because of the <clears throat> the crazy schedule and getting up early and trying to do this and that. And, you know, it was just, it was a lot. But now that I'm getting into a routine, getting into the flow, it's really kind of coming along nicely, I would say. Uh, and the meditation, I've added something to it in a way. I still just do the normal meditation, but after hearing so many people talk about th- this this idea of visualization, whether it be you know for an elite athlete visualizing being on the court, going through the motions, shooting the three pointer, or you know throwing this certain punch or throwing this certain kick. Or if you're the actor, you know, delivering your lines properly and being ready for the big stage and yada yada yada. All of these things, uh, it's something that I'm kind of starting to bring into my life. I'm trying to practice, you know, after I do my ten minutes of meditation, I set aside another five minutes on the timer for just visualization, where I try to pretend or visualize like I'm going up on the stage, I'm saying hello to the audience, I'm picturing how I hold the microphone, I'm you know. I'm, seeing the lights shining in my eyes, or I see the faces of the audience, or or whatever it may be, I'm like, I'm practicing these different situations and putting myself on stage in my head mentally to better prepare myself for how it feels when I'm actually on stage, so I can be more used to it, I can be adjusted to it, I feel less anxious, I feel less stressed, I'm just like more loose and happy and and silly, because that's what ideally I want to be on stage, I want to be loose, I want to be silly, I want to be able to improv and be funny and be free, right? that's when every comedian or anybody is pretty much at their best, so I've really been getting big into that, I'll probably, you know, I've been, this is new, I've only been doing this for about a week, maybe, maybe a week and a half, and I think it's working, I, I, I actually, I know it's way too early to tell, but like, I've had a few performances since I started doing it, and it seems to be helping a little bit, I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn too early, or whatever, I, I'm not saying that by any means, I because i still do terrible sometimes on stage but just my presence on stage and how i feel up there has been a little bit better because of that over the past two weeks spending that five minutes a day to breathe and just think about what i want to say on stage and how to act and yeah so that's going to be a big thing going forward really kind of looking forward to developing that and sharing some of those thoughts with you and you know that experiment but should be interesting, you know, Conor McGregor, all those elite athletes, they talk about it all the time, about how important it is, and how it kind of helped them reach their maximum potential, and it's not just about, you know, being there, and being ready for the situation, but you kind of start to believe it, when you put yourself in that headspace, and you see yourself doing it, and you kind of feel it, you not only, you know, are practicing and being more comfortable there, but you start to believe it, you start to think, yeah, this is happening, yeah, I am doing this, so, it just kind of has a compounding effect and that like that multiplier effect as well. So I'm going to start doing that a lot more and, you know, I'll keep you updated. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, a couple things to check out here. Uh, I don't have anything too crazy, just a new show I've been watching is Barry on HBO. I think it's hilarious. It has Bill Hader in it. It's fucking funny. If you like Bill Hader, you're going to like that show. You should check that out. Uh, the other one is a show on Showtime. It's called Billions. It's in the third season. If you, you know, it's really good I don't really know how to <clears throat> completely explain it to you it's about a billionaire who uh, has a big hedge fund kind of has a arch nemesis who's in the government he's a attorney general or something like that or district attorney blah 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 whatever and they go at it they battle it's great writing it's a great show check it out if you are looking for something new I highly recommend billions uh, it's got three seasons too so you can binge watch it a little bit if you're you're into that sort of thing but, yeah, that's all I got for you today. We'll just hit you with the music here. Uh, the music in order is Dream On by Aerosmith, Climb on a Cross by Shaky Graves, and Sleepy Head by Passion Pit. So, thank you all for listening, and until next time, Millennial Man Chomp. Oh.